Welcome to the CX Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Scarlett, and I'm here to help you elevate your customer experience to create a legacy of raving loyal fans for your business. This show has been recorded in a mini series format to quickly get you the information you need. I know as an entrepreneur, you're super busy. That's why each episode lasts roughly the same amount of time you spend sitting in the Starbucks drive-thru. This first mini series is focused on giving you an introduction to customer experience and explaining why it's so incredibly vital for your online business. So without further ado, my friend, let's get started. Welcome back to our mini series. In this second episode, I want to focus on how your people experience your business. Now, if you caught the first episode where we discussed the difference between customer experience and customer service, you'll likely recall that we essentially defined the customer experience as that overarching journey that somebody goes on with you. And now that customer journey begins as soon as they learn your business exists. And it goes all the way until they decide to no longer engage with or support your business. Now, in a perfect world, as business owners, we really want that entire customer experience, that customer journey to be never ending, right? We want it to last well into the future, years into the future. And if I'm being honest, as business owners, we probably really want that point of conclusion to be more on our terms because maybe we sell our business or close our business than we want it to be at the decision of the customer because they had a negative experience. And one thing that I think is important to clarify here is that a person doesn't need to be actively purchasing from your business in order to still be in an experience with you, in order to still be within that overarching journey with your business. It's very possible that a customer has had their needs fully met by the products and services you offer, and they no longer need to continue to purchase from you. But just because they no longer need your products and services doesn't mean that they're not out there supporting your business, engaging with your business, advocating for your business. If they've gone through an incredible journey and continue to go on an incredible journey with your business, then they're really at that stage of being a raving loyal fan. And so long as they continue to be a raving loyal fan, they're still in a customer experience with your business. One thing to keep in mind, of course, is that even though they may not be actively purchasing from your business anymore, but they continue to support and engage and advocate for your business, it's still possible that they could have a negative interaction with your business, which could cause them to lose faith and trust in your business and scale them down from being a raving loyal fan. And if that experience is negative enough, it could even cause them to stop supporting and engaging and advocating for your business which essentially is then going to conclude their customer experience and overarching journey with your business. Now, what I will say is this, a raving loyal fan is more forgiving than a new customer. A raving loyal fan has had multiple positive interactions with your company and you have earned their trust and faith 
because you've proven time and time again to them that you deliver on your promise and you deliver at a level of excellence that the customer expects. That being said, even though they're more forgiving than a new customer, they're not to be overlooked or undervalued. A raving loyal fan, whether or not they're still purchasing from you, is and should be one of your most coveted assets. Your raving loyal fans are essentially your business's superpower. They're your biggest means for organic marketing, and they're your number one resource for bringing in new customers to your business. So ultimately, as business owners, we should all be striving to turn new customers into raving loyal fans. And the best way we can do that is through offering excellent products and services, excellent customer service, and an excellent customer experience. Let's dig a little deeper though, because within that overall customer experience, it's important to recognize that there are many other pockets of touch points and experiences that our customers have with our business. And all of those interactions with our business make up that overarching journey that they're having with our business. Whether that's visiting a blog post on your website from a link in one of your emails, or it's purchasing one of your products online, or maybe it's booking a call and how seamless that process is and making sure that all the right confirmations come through, that the call itself happens and you show up on time. All of those interactions, again, contribute to that person's overall level of experience with your company. So when we're looking at designing customer experience within a business, it's again, not just that overarching picture. We need to break it down into those individual moments and points of interaction that somebody has with your business. So whenever you're developing a new offer, for example, you need to look at that offer as its own experience and ensure that from start to finish, that experience itself meets the level of excellence that you need it to, to support the overall customer experience you're trying to achieve for all of your customers. Here at Scarlet & Co., we've actually created the CX Legacy Journey Framework, which is our guide for essentially understanding and visualizing the five stages that we believe customers go through on their journey with a business. And because we're a bunch of book nerds here at Scarlet & Co., rather than call these stages, we've opted to call them chapters. While we won't be going into each chapter in depth during this mini series, that'll be for another mini series, don't worry. I do wanna give you a high level overview of each chapter because it will come into play over the coming episodes in this mini series. So the first chapter in the CX Legacy Journey Framework, chapter one, discover. This is the point where your business hits a person's radar for the very first time. This is when they first learn of your business, whether it's through a casual coffee chat with a friend or because they happen to scroll by one of your Instagram ads in their feed late at night. Doesn't necessarily matter how they've discovered your brand, but you're now on their radar. And as they start to see more from you, they begin to take a bit more notice, but they haven't really done anything yet to start dabbling or invest in your business. Chapter two, however, is explore. This is when they start to become curious and keen enough through the various references they've seen to your business that they want to start to learn more. 
So this might mean that now they've started to engage with your website. They're starting to follow you on social media. Maybe they've opted into a freebie and gotten on your email list. So they're starting to take in more and they're starting to decide if you align with them and if you offer products and services that they need at this time. And once somebody's explored your business enough to create a bit of a baseline comfort and trust for what you offer and who you serve, they then move into chapter three, act. This is the chapter where they decide to take significant action by investing in your business. And while we do mean financially when we say invest, we also mean investing time and energy. It is very significant when a new customer decides to give you their hard-earned dollars. And when they're investing, even if it's just in purchasing a PDF workbook versus a self-study course, they're also making a commitment to invest time and energy into the products and services you've created. And that itself is very crucial. That's very important for people because time, for most of us, is our most precious resource, right? So we don't want to look at an investment in our business as just a financial investment. We also want to recognize that it also means that customer is willing to give us their time and energy. Now, while some customers will move on from chapter three into chapter four rather quickly, most of us will sit in chapter three act for some time because we need multiple experiences and interactions of investment with a business before we can comfortably move on to the next chapter, chapter four, trust. Nowadays, most customers are not quick to trust a business. Most of us need those multiple interactions of consistent, positive, repeatable experiences to comfortably be able to say, you know what? I'm happy to tell a friend about this company because they've proven to me time and time again that they offer an excellent product service and an excellent level and quality of experience and service that I know my colleagues and friends, if I recommend them, are going to have the same outstanding experience that I've experienced so far. So when somebody reaches chapter four, trust, they now start to talk about your business. They now start to recommend your business. However, they don't move into chapter five until they've had success recommending your business to a few people at least. So when they're in chapter four and they're in that trust stage, they started to spread the word about your business. And if their people come back to them with positive accounts of their experience with your business as well, and they can be comfortable knowing that as they continue to recommend you, other people are going to have great experiences with your business, then they're going to move into chapter five. And chapter five is advocate. This is the ultimate prestigious final chapter that we want all of our customers to reach because this is when they officially become a raving loyal fan. They've had multiple positive experiences and exchanges of investment with our business and they have had positive return when recommending us to their network. And they can be confident now that as they move forward and advocate for our business and support our business, that those people they recommend 
will also have the same level of experience. We now have their full faith and trust that we will provide and deliver an exceptional customer experience to everyone they send our way. And as I mentioned before, our raving loyal fans are really one of our most coveted assets in business. They're our secret weapon. They're our biggest superpower because they are going to continue to advocate and support our business, even if they no longer require our products and services. So as we're curating all of those smaller experiences in our business, whether that is linking to a blog post in one of our emails or creating a new book, a call experience on our website, we need to recognize that even though it might seem like a small thing as we're creating it, it actually plays a very big role and significant role in the overall journey we're trying to curate for our customers that will ultimately lead them through these five chapters and result in them becoming a raving loyal fan. Okay, so now if you're up for it, I wanna leave you with a little bit of homework. And if you took the time to create your customer experience versus customer service list after the first episode, big kudos, because that's gonna help set you a little bit ahead for this little piece of homework. What I want you to do is think of three individual and specific experiences that a customer can have with your business. So as we mentioned before, that could be as simple as clicking over to one of your blog posts from one of your most recent emails, or maybe it's trying to book a discovery call through your website, or maybe you've just released a new freebie opt-in on your website and you're promoting that through social media. Once you've zoned in on at least three individual and specific experiences, I want you to go ahead and test each one of them in their entirety. So for example, if you selected the new freebie opt-in that you just released on your website, I want you to go to social media, find the post, click on it and make sure it leads to the right landing page and then opt in like one of your people would and audit that full experience until it's complete. When you go through this process, I want you looking at everything with a very objective lens, not just from that kind of high level perspective of, oh, did it work? Did it not work? I want you to really ensure that everything is flowing as it's supposed to. And I also want you to really scrutinize the copy and the content. Does it all still align with where your business is at today? If it's something you just created, it probably does. However, if that's a freebie that you released a year ago, or maybe even a blog post that you published a year ago, it's very possible that your business has evolved a bit since then. So you may need to think about the branding and the tone and the messaging and ensure that it still aligns with the way you want to be positioning your company today. And if you've gone through some significant changes, it's very likely that more things than just that one thing you're testing need to be, you know, upgraded. They might need a facelift for lack of a better term. When I go through this process in my own business and with my clients, we often find more areas that need to be addressed above and beyond just that one experience that we're auditing at the time. So this can be a really good practice for helping to ensure that all of those smaller pockets of experiences that are offered in your business that ultimately build and contribute to that overarching customer experience that a person is on with your business are all up to the level and quality that they need to be 
to match everything else that's happening in your business. So I know that might take a bit of time, but trust me, it is an excellent exercise to go through and something that you should really be doing at least twice a year to ensure that you're offering a consistent level of excellence throughout your business, through all the different experiences and touch points that you offer. Okay, with that, we're gonna wrap up this episode and I hope you'll join me for the next one where we're gonna be discussing my absolute most favorite question to ask when designing customer experience. Until then, my friend, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. If you're keen to learn more about amplifying your customer experience, head on over to our website at scarletandco.ca. At the bottom of the homepage, you can snag our high value email swipe bundle, five customer centric emails every business needs in their arsenal to create raving loyal fans. It's completely free and a great place to start on your customer experience journey. Then if you want to dive in even deeper by becoming a CX pro yourself, check out our CX certification program. You can find links for all of this and more in the show notes. As always, much gratitude, my friend. I'll catch you next time.